the power of personal development for authors with special guest Laura Vandenberg-Sekak on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Pay Kickstart, the backbone of my entire business. Get 30 free days with this cutting edge shopping cart when you go to servnermaster.com backslash pay kickstart today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. Guys, I'm so excited to have Laura on today's episode. She's really passionate and expert at the art of mindfulness, which is something that's often called like staying in the moment or being present. And what mindfulness means is paying attention to what you're doing. We often get caught up thinking about what happened yesterday and regretting the things we didn't do or what we need to work out on tomorrow. But it's so critical to stay in the moment. The perfect example is right now I'm recording this introduction and I could think about what I want to do with my kids. My son just went running by when he's supposed to be with his homeschool teacher and I'm wondering what he's up to. And I could think about what I was working on last night when I was doing a live coaching call with my Extreme Giving Mastermind. But if I get distracted by either of those two things, well, then this introduction will get broken. I'll have to re-record it or I'll have to fix it and this moment will be lost. We want to stick in the moment and focus on what we're doing so that we can really have an influence on our lives. It's so important. It's easy to get caught up in the building of our own business if we don't pay attention to the other parts of our lives, whether it's our bodies, our minds, or our spirits, then the whole system can start to crumble. It doesn't matter if you build an amazing business if you're sick and in the hospital. You won't care about it anymore. So we want to make sure that we take care of the four pillars of your life and your soul and your spirit. And that's what Laura has to talk about today. She's going to talk about mindfulness for authors, why you should develop yourself as a person parallel to developing your business, which is something I believe in as well. And she's going to talk about personal transformation entrepreneurs and authors go through while they're building their businesses and what they need to be aware of during this process. She's going to warn you about some bumps on the road ahead of you. And it's so good to know about them now. So without further ado, let's let Laura take it away. Hello, everyone. I'm really excited. We have Laura Venberg sakak here, and she's an amazing life improvement strategist with more than 20 years of coaching experience in the fields of self-knowledge and personal transformation. She's the author of the four-year-long bestseller, Get Unstuck Now, as well as How Smart People Gain Clarity and Solve a Problem Fast, and How You Can Too. She's also the co-author of some amazing books from really well-known authors like Dan Kennedy. She's helped client after client access their true potential, gain self-awareness, align their own nature, and live a life of integrity, clarity, and emotional freedom. If you're ready to transform your life, step more fully into the deeper you, and experience greater joy and fulfillment, she is your go-to person. She's been living in the French countryside for the past 16 years, and her motto is, self-growth is a necessity, as are attributes like optimism, creativity, innovation, freedom, and spirituality. And I'm so excited to have you here, Laura. Thank you so much for joining us. Maybe you could tell us a little something about how far did you work as an author and a coach, and what came first for you, the book or the business? Well, thank you for having me. I very much appreciate it. I think it's both... uh... I originally started in the Netherlands to having a uh, uh, training center where we worked with horses and other uh, things uh, for personal development in companies. And uh, after a couple of years, I started to long for uh, having another method I could uh, give to people uh, instead only working with groups or one-on-one because it's much easier if people can read some things in advance and then we can go to the matter much, much deeper. So I decided to give up 
uh, or sell my business in Netherlands and move to France and go to write and turn inside even more. So when the book was there or some books uh, before were there, I thought, well, being in business, not only writing, it's okay also because I love the spirit of adventure and the spirit of being together and learning from each other and being only on the internet with books is great, but yeah, that little business aspect is great too. And not to forget that these days an author is more an entrepreneur, publishing self or even with publishing with other uh, companies where you need to do a lot of things your own, like marketing and selling and all those uh, proposals and strategies. So it's actually writing books is an entrepreneurship. It, it is having a business. You cannot just think, I'm going to write a book and I put it on Amazon or Kobo or whatever, and it will find its own vein. It won't. You really need to do something. You really need to put it to, to the audience. And uh, well, that's how I got there, I think. That's really interesting. A lot of authors don't realize that the work starts after you finish the book, that it's still like running a business, that it's still maintaining an audience, that you still have to work to sell those books. And so I love that you're saying authorship and entrepreneurship have so much common. Can you tell us about the mindset that someone should have when they're entering the field of entrepreneurship or when they're trying to start a business? It's very interesting, I think, what I noticed uh, for myself in my own process is that uh, starting a business is not just starting a business. It's a deep transformation uh, that will occur on a personal and whatever level. And for authors, it's even deeper because authors are creative people. Uh, they are adventurers, they are innovators, they are creative and exploring things, inventing things, where a lot of things will be done for the first time. So the problem or the challenge with uh, authors or even with entrepreneurs is that they forgot that sometimes the exploring is so important and they forget by exploring, they leave the old uh, behind and then a new adventure comes and this new adventure, our ego comes in. And what's interesting, especially with authors, that uh, authors are free spirits. They are creatives. It's, it, it's just like that. And like entrepreneurs, it's very difficult for them to accept authority or leadership from other people because they love to be their own leaders. And then the caveat is that they don't know how to be their own leader because being an own leader is not running your company and having everything right. It's the inner game that is really, really important. And it's very important because when you write, you trespass your frontiers in the unknown. And then if you don't have a compass that shows you the way, 
there where you want to be, where you want to go steadily. Uh, doubts can uh, come in, fear can, uh, can come in, and they start to hold themselves back, or they start procrastinate, or they are not as structural as they should be. And that's why it's important uh, to understand that what comes first in entrepreneurship, in authorship, is the inner game. It is the inner work, your inner transformation, being aware of it, that it will occur inevitably and uh, be prepared for it. Because if you are not prepared, if you resist change, if you resist inner change, then your ego will take over and then the doubts come in, the fears come in and all that kind of things. That's interesting because I know that I have struggled with authority in my own life. I often say that I could never go back to working for someone else. I'm I'm poisoned. I couldn't go back and sit in an office and have a boss because I've been my own boss for a decade now and I've lost that ability to take orders from someone else because I like to leave. And what I'm interested in, you mentioned entrepreneur and entrepreneur. Is there a, a big difference between them? Like the self-published authors on the road to building a business and what advice would you give to the entrepreneur specifically? I would give the advice that uh, they need to start with their inner transformation and inner relationship with themselves first because they need to rely on themselves because writing is a creative process. As I said, you go into the innovation, into the creativity, into new things, and you need to feel really reliable on yourself, on your ideas, because nobody will confirm you and you know how it is with authors when you get a uh, bad review, uh, then you are probably knocked out for a couple of days, weeks, or even months. And you must be strong inside to deal with that and not be afraid of experiment or uh, fail or whatever, or even, even not calling it that. So the first thing is to know what you want, what is important for you, the values that are important for you, and have a system, your inner system, where you can rely on. A system where you know what is my own intuition, what is my own compass, uh, as I told it. And then if you have clarity in this, and you know that you can rely on yourself, then the ego will not interfere as much and you then have clarity to see what you need to do and the structure and you will not be so afraid to um, do some campaigns or marketing or whatever because then it's part of the game and not something that's scary. Now, development of yourself as a person, that's so important before the development of the business. One thing that I've been going through right now is realizing that as I grow, I have to become a leader for my team. And when I was working by myself, it was one mindset. But now that I have multiple staff members, um, I'm having to learn how to communicate with them in a whole new way. And it it's about me. It's not about them. Because if I don't give the leadership, they don't have to do their jobs right. And so what I'm wondering about is which part of a business or which part of my business is going to be in the most trouble or suffer if I don't develop myself as a person? If you don't develop yourself as a person, 
you know, when we evolve and we grow, uh, what grows also with us is being a larger person, be the best we can be, the higher version of ourselves. And with that comes also the value. And many people don't know that there's also an energetical level and that the value of yourself, the way you value yourself or your work, uh, what you are doing, is the same as earning money. Is the same uh, as selling a book. If I doubt if my book is good enough, so my sales will drop. And I have seen so, so many times, and sometimes I just experience it for fun to see if it really is. But if I doubt, if I think, oh, that could be better, and I am not good enough, and who I am uh, thinking that uh, I need to do this, so the sales uh, or comments or whatever will drop. But if I believe in myself, and but not only believing in myself, but knowing what is important for me to give, to help others generate, because with your book, you generate something uh, with others. You help them to generate joy or trust or whatever. So if I am focused on that and I am very happy to do that, that will also translate in higher sales or better value in everything what I do. And that's equal to my own value. So my inner value and out value is exactly the same. We mentioned at the beginning that you live in the French countryside, which is awesome. And I live on a small island in in the middle of nowhere. One thing that I discovered is when people go from having a job or working part-time, they have that first success. And when they switch to working totally for themselves, oftentimes the quality of the work can really drop off because suddenly they have too much free time. How do you tell people or advise people who are going to that transition to suddenly be have massive amounts of free time where they're used to working efficiently, maybe they have one hour a day and suddenly they have eight or 10? Well, then you have just the question of leadership because if you cannot be the leader over yourself and trust yourself or having the discipline or love and care and respect for yourself, what you do for respect for your business, then it will be difficult. So that's why it's important to be inside, uh, really in uh, alignment with, with what you do, what, what you want to do. And the second thing is that you need to uh, go to the essential because you know every day you can do 110 things and there are a lot of interesting things and uh, it looks like it's important but there are only two or three things that are really important the day or the month of the year you are doing and you need to be aligned to that have that compass that you know that you will go there, that you do only the essentials. So when I am doing something, because I am an expert in deviation and I am too, too curious about everything, and especially with internet, you know how it goes, is every time anything I am doing is going to the essential and to see what is the essential of what I'm doing now, the most essential. And it's often, it's only one thing that can be done very quickly. Because a lot of blah, blah around it isn't uh, really necessary. And another thing that helps then to focus on that essentially, uh, that essentiality is uh, to have a 
visualization in advance of what you want to do. So let's say even if it's a small thing, because it doesn't take a lot of time to do it, let's say I want to write one or two pages or one chapter or whatever, then I make a visualization how I am writing, how everything goes smoothly and how I am done with it. Uh, in the positive way and how I am very happy with it and excited and how I enjoy it. And then from that clear energy, I start to do things and that helps me to focus on the essential and helps me also to be more focused on uh, what I'm here to do, what is exactly what I want to generate for the readers, that joy or whatever it is. So those would be two important things. And that's what helps me because, yes, we have a lot of time. That's some really wonderful advice. I kind of been thinking about something we said at the beginning, which is you've co-written books with a lot of people. And I've done it a couple of times, but can you talk a little bit about that process and that journey? Because sometimes someone new, we want to partner with someone else because we're kind of afraid to do it on our own. I know that sometimes I have that temptation. I go, oh, you know what? I'm afraid to do this whole process. Maybe if I partner with someone else or I co-write with someone else, they can fill in those gaps. When's it the right time or the wrong time to co-write? And what's the right mindset of working with another author? I get you. I get you. For my for, for myself, it was the process that I was a little bit hesitating to write the book myself, my first book, and then do everything with that or uh, give it to the editor and then need to do everything what needs to be done. And, you know, in the beginning, when you write a book for yourself, you don't have really a platform, uh, you don't have a lot of readers, and then, well, it's, it's a little bit harsh. So for me, it was safe to start uh, writing a book with other people, where several people wrote their chapter and then it would be a coherent uh, whole. And that would be very interesting. So little by little, I came in that process and it, those books became uh, best-selling books. And it was a safe uh, thing to use to be greater, be larger than I was until then, you know, because when you write a book, you transform, you grow, and then a lot of new things happen. But after a while, when I wrote those books with others, I wanted to see if it was possible to become a best-selling author on my own. And I think that writing books with other people first helped a lot in the confidence and in uh, preparedness to do it. And yes, it was a nice adventure. So I always would be a fan of writing a book with other people. That's very, very good for, for your trust, I think. But also to do it yourself but then have a good complement, a good help, good support, because those entrepreneurial things like marketing and the cover choice and other things are really, really harsh to do it if you do it really only on yourself. Is that what you your question? Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. That's really wonderful answer. So 
we've heard about where you're coming from and where people should begin their process, but what are we going to see from you next? What are you kind of working on towards and what are you going to be working on for the rest of this year? What's coming next from Laura? What's for, uh, coming next? Uh, I was a uh, long time in uh, getting unstuck now uh, or get unstuck now because a lot of people are stuck, uh, obviously, and I wanted really to study all the aspects they uh, came uh, across and integrated and then the next step is uh, leveling up and that's an important thing I think to do because every time we creatives or entrepreneurs because entrepreneurship is being creative also but especially authors uh, each time you do something you transform and you go up and then you need to honor some things, uh, honor some rules and know what to do because you then enter a new uh, path, a new landscape uh, where you don't know anything, you don't know where to go, you don't know what to expect. It's the first time you experience all those things. So you need to be extra uh, strong inside, have really a strong inner foundation uh, to expand from there. So my next book uh, I'm writing just uh, now uh, will be about this, going to the high level of yourself, the next step, and be there, uh, expand, expand there, and then be able to go from there. To the next level yet because we transform and we up level constantly we grow constantly and if you cannot grow you will not be creative but if you want to grow your ego will not be satisfied so it's at the moment i think every author at a certain moment in their life came across uh, this issue that everything is going right and then suddenly something happens uh, you start to sabotage yourself or something happens uh, what makes that you cannot uh, pursue and those are the mechanisms inside that don't want to evolve they don't want to let us go to grow especially this creativity especially these authors or other creatives okay thank you so much for spending some special time with us. Do you have any last advice or message you'd like to share with people that are just starting their writing career or just starting their businesses? It's a time right now where suddenly people are realizing that they have to take more control of their business and have the ability to work from home because you never know what might happen, how the world might change. So what's something that people can put into their minds as they start approaching this new reality? Very important is uh, to be focused on positive things, on the joy that can be there. And there always will be something that try to pull us down, but focus on what will be next because the future can be also very good. And if there is something you like to do, you wanted to do, you would like to do, just do it, just go for it, start to do it. Prepare well, uh, start working perhaps a little bit inside so you get a strong insight and then get clarity about what you want to do and just go for it. Don't delay, don't delay, don't think about 10 years. It always will be fearful. You always will be scared. You always will doubt, doesn't matter. But the pleasure of doing it is much, much more important than, than you really want. Uh, than you really think and 
what helps you in that to have a clear vision make a vision how you would like to do it how would even if you don't know how try to have a vision so you can have something to hope for or to think about and the more you can think about it the more uh, insights will come and that's a nice process thank you so much for spending time with us i know your time is so precious and so we really appreciate it thank you so much for participating in this event Yes, thank you very much. And perhaps I forgot to tell that if people want some resources, because in this time it's important, I think, to give people as many free resources as it's possible, they can always go to my website and see if they find there's something that can help them to reinforce themselves and get more in touch with themselves and those kinds of things. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. And we'll see you again next time. Yeah, thank you very much and wonderful time for you all and to the readers especially. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you guys staying all the way to the end. I hope you enjoyed Laura's interview as much as I did, asking her those critical questions. You can find out more about Laura at EssenceSense.com. That's E-S-S-E-N-S-E-N-S-E.com. I know it sounds like a bit of a tongue twister, but I did get that out on the very first try. I encourage you to visit her website. And of course, if you're unsure of the spelling, it is a little bit tricky, then just visit our blog, our podcast feed, or the YouTube channel. I'll have the link right there. You can just click on it and head right over to her website. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And we're going to continue with one more episode in our continuing authorship series next week. And then after that, we're going to launch a new mini series. Thank you so much for your positive feedback about these interview series. Because you guys love them, I'm going to do more and more because I want to give you guys loads and loads of amazing content. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back next Tuesday with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you Tuesday. Ready to turn your book into a bestseller? Find out what other authors don't want you to know at servenomaster.com slash secrets.